Today is Tuesday, February 27th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is sponsored by Amazon Publishing. Don't miss Blaze, a fierce new collection of short stories about unstoppable women igniting change and breaking through barriers throughout the decades. Celebrate Women's History Month with these inspiring tales from New York Times bestselling historical fiction authors. Read and listen to all seven short stories free with Prime and Kindle Unlimited. We start today again on the Kubi with reporting from cyber experts and former U.S. officials that Russia's attempts to influence the 2024 presidential election in America, as well as across Europe, is already underway. With Putin's former employee, the presumptive Republican nominee, there are already swaths of fake online accounts and bots spreading disinformation about President Biden. However, experts are most concerned about the possibility of Kremlin interference by deploying deep fake audio or video that's created using AI tools or through another hack and leak strategy as they did in 2016 with Hillary's emails. U.S. officials warn that the Kremlin and its proxies seek to exploit existing divisions in American society and rather than openly promote their preferred candidate or policy, The strategy is more about creating a sense of chaos, confusion, and polarization. So issues like immigration, foreign policy, and the culture war are prime for exploitation. Remember that next time you're tempted to get into a fight on social media, that you could just be a pawn in the new propaganda war. On the Kremlin's other battlefront, new reporting from associates of the late Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny reveals that just a few days before his death, talks were underway to potentially release Navalny as part of a prisoner exchange. One of his allies who lives outside of Russia said that she received confirmation on February 15th that talks were in their final stages, but that he was reported dead the next day. And this situation would certainly explain the abruptness. On a less celebratory note for Vladimir Putin, yesterday Hungary's parliament finally voted in favor of admitting Sweden into NATO after months of delay. Sweden made a bid to join NATO when Russia invaded Ukraine in 2022. And this vote marks the end of the admissions process with Sweden set to become an official member within the week. Switching regions, President Biden told reporters yesterday that he is hoping that a ceasefire deal in Gaza will be reached by next Monday, which would involve returning the remaining Israeli hostages amidst a six-week pause in fighting and the release of Palestinian prisoners held in Israel. The big sticking point remains who those prisoners would be. And unfortunately, there is much less optimism on the part of Israelis, Qataris, and Hamas. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has also released his long-awaited post-war plan for Gaza. The two-page document proposed open-ended control by Israel over both military and civilian affairs in the Gaza Strip, with hand-picked Palestinians administering Gaza who are, quote, not identified with countries or entities that support terrorism and will not receive payment from them. The proposal has already been roundly rejected by both Palestinian leaders and the Biden administration, which seeks eventual Palestinian governance in Gaza and the West Bank as a precursor to Palestinian statehood. Back in the United States, not a ton of unitedness. The federal government is again on the verge of an imminent shutdown, with a partial shutdown set to begin on Friday if a funding package for the federal government is not agreed upon in Congress before then. Congress was set to unveil a bipartisan funding package on Sunday night. But after House Republicans said they would not support the bill, President Biden was forced to meet with congressional leaders yesterday to try to make something happen. 
As of this recording, nothing has happened. So in the meantime, government departments and agencies are beginning the process of preparing for a partial shutdown on Friday, with a full shutdown coming into effect a week later on March 8th. I am truly so bored of reporting on this every few months. Another big thing about March 8th, though, it's the day that the chair of the Republican National Committee, Ronna Romney McDaniel, will be stepping down from her post after being pushed out of leadership by Donald Trump, who blames her for his loss in 2020 and the party's poor electoral performance since. Yeah, it was all Ronna's fault and not the denial of reproductive rights and math. Earlier this month, Trump anointed his daughter-in-law, Lara Trump, as committee co-chair, alongside the chair of the North Carolina GOP, Michael Watley, whose commitment to election denial has been strong, I'll say. While I don't feel bad for Rana at all, given the utter predictability of this situation, I am simultaneously disturbed by the autocratically coded move of appointing one's daughter-in-law to a very high position in their political party. And finally, attention Michigan voters. Today is your presidential primary. Both the Democratic and Republican primaries are taking place today across Michigan. And yes, Nikki Haley is still in it. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. And thanks again to our sponsor, Amazon Publishing. Be sure to read and listen to all seven short stories in their Blaze collection, free with Prime and Kindle Unlimited. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.